Do you have a child that's incarcerated? Do you feel alone? Do you feel like no one understands your pain, your trauma, the challenges that you deal with with having a child incarcerated? Well, you found the right podcast. Now you're officially locked in with Tiffany Nicole. What's up, my mamas? Um, this episode is, I mean, I had an episode that I wanted to discuss, but for some reason, um, I feel led to go another direction today. And as I have been on different Facebook groups um, regarding mothers with incarcerated kids, um, I just, like my heart goes out to so many mothers. I mean, including myself. But when I hear the stories, when I hear um, the sentence time for individuals, children, um, my heart aches because you still got to function, you know? And um, I'm going to be transparent. The other day, uh, I think it was like a week ago or something, um, something happened with my son where he wasn't his best mentally. And he tried to hide it from me. And as a mother, um, you know, those nine months you, you know, you carried a child, you can feel when something's not right, you know, for every stretch mark that you have, you know, your child's pain because Jesus, I got a few stretch marks, my Lord. But anyway, um, I'm just saying that I felt it and I heard it and he tried to, you know, mom, I'm fine, you know, brush it off. But I knew in my spirit, something wasn't right. So like I was at work, no, he called me before going to work, right? So I get to work and, you know, again, you know, I work in a place where I am a manager. I deal with people on a regular basis. I have to be, hey, how are you? Come on in, Jaina, all of that. And there's days that I don't have it, right? And there's days that I don't have it, but I have to like fake it to them till I make it, right? So um, I decided to go to work. Like I said, I was driving to work, pull up, perfectly fine, makeup on, cute dress, everything. Um, but something inside of me just kept pulling at me. Like it was just pulling like my baby ain't okay. And when I say baby, he's still a grown man. But for us mamas, no matter how old our kids get, they still gonna be our babies, especially them boys. But anyway, um, and I literally had an anxiety attack at work, right? And I was working solo. So nobody else was there. And I couldn't function anymore. Like I knew that today wasn't a day that I could fake it. So we're going to pause for a second. So when you know that you cannot fake it, or when you know that you have, uh, what's the word? Um, we uh, suppress our, um, our problems, our feelings. When you know you can't suppress it anymore, you need to stop Leave work, but make sure you got your sick time, vacation time, because I did have sick time and I had PTO time. So I literally was just like, I got to go. And I was only there for work for two hours, like literally two hours, just two hours. And I'm calling like, and again, my manager's on PTO and I'm, I'm dealing with another manager. And she's like, well, um, Tiffany, and she doesn't know my personal issue. Only my manager knows. And I was just like, you got to find somebody else to cover because I can't do it today. And there's remind you, there's and my team was off that day. And I'm like, I don't know what y'all got to do, but I have to go. I have to go. So someone else 
else came in like, Tiffany, what's wrong? I literally, my eyes were watering, literally started crying and said, I have to go see you tomorrow. I can function tomorrow, but today I can't function. So again, let's pause. So if you feel in a moment that you can't function or you can't suppress it anymore, I want you to step away from whatever you're doing, because I think that's what's wrong with us. Like, especially us mamas, we just carry so much day-to-day living. You have your relationships, you have your jobs, you have your children, you have other stuff, you have your health, you have so many things. You got the dog, you got the cat, you got the neighbor, you know, you got your family members. Everybody's pulling on you. At some point, you are going to explode. And so I'm just saying, take care of yourself. Like literally when I left, did I come home and get in the bed? I'm not going to lie. Flesh wanted me to lay in bed, to just cry and mope. But I went back to one of my sons. Uh, he sent me a message on the iPad, um, a little a text message. And he was telling me about the podcast, like, mom, you got to help other people. You have to do X, Y, and Z. Um, and I'm just like, I can't lay in this. I cannot lay in this. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to lay in this. So I literally got to writing. I got to reading. I got to doing some Google. And I was just like, you know, let me write up another episode. What's going to be in the next episode? And I was just like, I, so here's another one. Mamas, don't, even though we get all discombobulated and we we get sad, don't lay in it. Like, I literally wanted to just come home, get in the bed and just coddle with, with Mar- like, you know, just be with Marley. But I walked her. But once that sun hit me, something shifted. Like, I live in the sunny California. But, you know, the weather's not always been great these past couple of months. But that's another. I want to vent about that. But it's okay. Global warning. But it's okay. Let me focus. But anyway, I was like, pull it together. Like, I think I just needed away from work because I had nothing else to give people. And when you know you have poured and poured and poured yourself into people and you have nothing left to give, again, step away. You need to step away. Like, step away. And it's okay to step away. People feel like, oh, you're supposed to be superwoman, mighty woman. Nah, shit. We get tired and we get overwhelmed. And then especially when you hear your child's voice and you know your child is lying to you in that voice and you be like, I know something ain't right with him. Then you have to like, I... I don't know how to explain it, but but y'all understand what I'm saying is that that feeling of not knowing he's okay mentally. It's that mental part because mental part can take your child into a dark, dark area. You don't know what voices they're hearing. You just don't know. Like when I was talking to him, I knew something was wrong because the jokes that I was saying, he was like, hmm. Normally I can get him to laugh where he's laughing so hard where he's crying. Like you can like you can say, Mom, stop, stop, stop. Mom, they gonna think I'm crazy because I'm laughing too hard in here. And when he just brushed my jokes off, and listen, they were good jokes. I could probably be stand up. But when I knew he could when he was brushing those those jokes off, I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. I literally went into prayer mode, was just like, Satan, you ain't finna have my child. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And for those that don't believe in prayer, it is what it is. I'm a strong believer in prayer because I've seen God do some crazy things in my life. For one, I seen my son get shot. I didn't literally see him get shot. But um, I heard in the background saying from the doctor, as my mom had me on speakerphone, he's not going to make it. I heard that. And my mom just damn near just passed out. Um, I heard that in the background. When I heard that, 
I literally know that God is real because look, he's still alive, you know, even though he's incarcerated, but he's still here. But I'm just saying to the mamas, this episode is just called pause for a moment. Just pause, literally pause when you have anxiety, when you have all these thoughts, you have these burdens, you have all this stuff that's just on you. Just literally pause for a moment because you will get through this. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy because it's not easy, but I am going to say you need to pause because I literally was just like at work, literally you guys clocked in at 1045 and left at 1245. Seriously, I was gone. I was gone. Like I I was gone. Like I needed to pause for a moment to regroup cuz I know I had like I said I had nothing to give to anybody else. So for me I had to separate myself from the situation at work because I knew I would have had attitude. I knew someone would have said something to me, it would have triggered me. I knew I would have snapped. The next thing you know, there'd have been HR. The next thing you know, I'd have been like, you know, FHR. You know what I'm saying? But I can't do all that because I need a job because I got to pay bills. I live in California. It's not cheap here. All this other stuff. So, you know, that's when I have to separate myself because I know my emotions is about to go to the top. So I'm learning in this season that I'm in because I'm in a hell of a season right now. Um, a different chapter, different place um, is controlling my emotions. So that's where I knew right there. I was like, literally when I came home, I was just like, I'm growing in this moment because I literally separated myself from work. Cause I knew I probably would have snapped on one of those, um, um, one of those Karens, let's just say that. And then I, like I said, but I'm happy that I separated myself and I just paused for a moment. And I embrace, you know what, Tiffany, it's okay to feel like this, but don't stay there. Do not stay there. Like, don't stay there. And I read so many messages on Facebook and like so many mamas are hurting. And when I say they are hurting, they are hurting. And I want y'all to hear my voice, to hear my heart that I know it is painful. I know when you don't hear from your child. I know what it feels like when you talk to them and that voice isn't right. You don't want to move. You don't. And then you have life on top of you. It's just so, sometimes it's so, it's so draining. It's so draining sometimes. It is. But I do know that God will refill us back up. He will recharge us. Someone will come into your life to encourage you, to uplift you. Boom, you get your encouragement back. Boom, you get your drive back. Boom, you're refilled back up. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let this deplete you where you don't want to move. Don't. Like, don't go through the emotions of life of get up, take a shower, have your coffee, get in your car, talk to your neighbor before you go. Then you drive to work. Then you do the same routine of the the office gossip. Who who's sleeping with who or why the manager acting like this, all this stuff. And then you get back and you have your lunch, you gossip again on lunch. And then after that, or you take a smoke break, you go back inside, do the same thing again. Then you get off work or you stop at the grocery store there or you pick up something through the drive through. Then you come home. Then you have the kids, you have the husband or if you single, if you don't have a husband, you come home, you get on, you take your talk to the kids. How was school? What happened? What's going on? Boom. You take your work clothes off. You get comfortable. Then what do we do? We get to the couch. We have dinner. And then we sit Netflix. Amazon. 
Prime. Or we surf the internet. Or we go on shopping sprees. That, and then you, then, then, or, or what? You watch Hulu. So all the streaming services, you just binge watch. Then you get sleepy, and then you take a shower. Or you don't take a shower, you get in the bed. And then you do the same exact thing all over again. That is not fulfilling your purpose. What are you supposed to be doing? You're supposed to be helping other people. So what is that? What are you sitting on? And I know, I know it's, it's painful. It's like Tiffany, my son's doing 30 plus years. He's doing 30 plus years. But in that 30, what are you going to do to shift someone else's life? For another mother who shall could be doing life. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can we do to be a blessing to others versus to sit in our sorrows? And I know we have some sorrows because I know a lot of us got stories after stories. We all got stories. We all got hurt. We all got hurt. We all had a man that, you know, who broke our heart or work issues, got fired, got laid off money bad all this stuff has happened like what are you doing to shift that to get out of this funk that you're in like it's the summertime I want to encourage you to do something just one thing to be a blessing to someone else to not think about you I know it's a lot. Trust me. I do know. I do know it's a lot. It's a lot going on. But or to just sit down and pick up a pen, grab a journal and just write. Like, what do you really want to do, even though your child is incarcerated? But what is it you want to do? Seriously, like when you talk to your child, you got I mean, it's hard to like have conversations with the kids or with your kids in prison like hey how's it going in there (laughs) duh I think we kind of know what's going on in there you know what I'm saying so it's like when they call us let's have entertainment conversations with them to be like yeah I started doing Pilates I started doing yoga I started a book club I started a you know a sewing class like I like and they're going to be like, okay, mom, you doing something different? Okay. And they're, they're going to want to know more about what's mom doing. Okay, mom, you got this going? Like, do something different in this season. We have, what, Labor Day is the last day of summer? Like, do something this summer for yourself. Like, regroup and then help someone. Pause for a moment. And after you pause, regroup then figure out, get a journal, and then figure out what you can do for somebody else. We can't be so self-absorbed about ourselves and our own problems. We can't because that's not why God created us. Because at the end of the day, it's God's job to figure out our problems. Because we're not supposed to worry, right? So God, he on the throne. So why am I worried? He is on the throne. He need to figure out these bills. He need to figure out this man. Where my husband at? He needs to figure out all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like he needs to figure out. I don't need to worry about that because I can't control that. I need to worry about what I can control. And what I can control is being a blessing to you, to you over there and to you in the back. That is what I can control. 
And then self-love for myself, self-care, work on me, and then be a blessing. Like, just think about if everybody did therapy, if everybody did their self-care, if everybody was focused on being a blessing towards at least one person every day, we will be in a different place in the world. Seriously. So this episode was just (laughs) pause for a moment. I learned this week I had to pause and I paused. I had a semi little mini breakdown. Um, but I regrouped. I did. It wasn't easy, but I did because I said, I'm doing it for somebody else. It's not about me. It's about somebody else. So Tiffany, pull it together. So mamas, I hope this encouraged you to continue the fight of this journey of having kids incarcerated because as mothers with incarcerated kids, this lifestyle, this journey that we're on is no joke, but I know that we serve a God that can do it all. Anything, if anything is possible. So again, I love you ladies. I appreciate every person that downloads. Please follow me on my IG page, L-I-W, Tiffany Nicole, or um, you can also find the Facebook group um, that I started on Facebook, which I think is amazing because it's a great connecting. We encourage each other. We uplift each other. It's what we need for one another. You can find that, the impact of incarcerated, um, the impact of incarceration on mothers. That's the name of the group. Again, the impact of incarceration on mothers because it's an impact on us. It really is. It takes a toll on us of knowing that the child that you birth is behind those prison walls and they're not treating right. They're not being treated right. They're not. Again, I want to just say thank you guys. Please leave a review on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Please, I love for you guys to write a review. Truly appreciate you guys. You guys have a good one. God bless.